A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. You, ooh, you, ooh, are a natural beaut. You, ooh, you, ooh, are a natch beaut, natch beaut. Match beauty, na 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 match beauty. Oh yeah, I keep on falling in and out of love with natch beauty. I never cream my neck the way I love natch beauty. Oh oh oh! Welcome to natch beauty. <laughs> That I, was awesome. Thank you. I love when my guest doesn't know that I do these songs because the look on their faces, it just brings me pure joy. Did you know the song? Yes. Yeah, okay, a, thank God. You Alicia never know. Keys. I didn't know if Alicia Keys hit Canada. What do I yes, know? Yes. Anyway, okay. Welcome to Nash Butte, everybody. If this is your first episode, hi. Thank you so much. If this is not your first episode, thank you again. We're so happy you're here. But just in case you don't know, I'm Jackie Johnson, your host, the Beauty Talk Shock Jock, your queen of creams, your host of the most serums, the freshest fringe on the West Coast, your favorite over 30 niche influencer, your kooky southern aunt. Welcome. We get real wild on Nash Butte, but we also get down to business. Today is one of those days we're probably going to get both. But... We love on Nash Beauty a woman-owned brand, and we love a story of power and self-discovery. And my guest today is sharing her story and her brand with us, honey. She is a proud and resilient Anishinaabe woman, honey. Did I say that right? Because totally. we, so we watched YouTube. We watched YouTube, honey. Okay. She is an entrepreneur who founded Cheekbone Beauty. Cheekbone Beauty has come up on Ashby before because my friends over at Breaking Beauty were the ones who told me all about Jen, my guest. Don't talk yet. Because she is an entrepreneur, she founded Cheekbone Beauty, and Cheekbone Beauty is an indigenous-owned beauty brand, and they are on a mission to inspire and empower the lives of indigenous youth, because guess what, honey? It's 2020, okay? We fight social injustice with lipstick, because we make choices every time we buy something, and that is what our my guest is here to tell us. I can't wait to hear everything she has to say. Please welcome Jen Harper. Hello! Hi! Thank you for having me. I've never been so excited Sitting in a room before, I'm oh super excited oh, right now. Well, you know, I'm a hype. I'm a hype lady. You, that is what you, I do. You brought the hype. Thank you. I'm so glad. We have been like, kind of following each other on Instagram for a long time now. And when you emailed me, I was like, oh, "You're gonna be in LA? Will you please come on Attribute?" And we got up early, honey, and we are here. Um, and I'm so happy to have you. So welcome. Thank you. And my first question for every guest on Attribute is, "What type of skin do you have?" And I'm gonna go ahead and say, "Gorgeous," but. Girl, you're glowing today. Combination. <laughs> combination. If you go like the traditional, it's totally yes. a combination. Like the T-zone is oily right. and the rest is dry. That is almost what everybody says. What can we do to balance these faces? Can somebody help us? <laughs> yeah, look, let's make something. I mean, right? I don't understand. What's your favorite thing about yourself? Uh, I would think, I, I like to think that I'm funny as well, of course <laughs> but I'm here you're with funny. a comedian, so no. I don't know how funny I actually am, but I think I'm really funny. <laughs> That's great. I love that answer. And 
just to start our conversation, where did the name Cheekbone Beauty come from, honey? Ooh, that's a great question that I get asked, obviously, a ton. Mm-hmm. And I and... read the answer in many of your interviews, but you know, you're on HB right now, okay. so please enlighten us. Sure. So, um, one, I love cheekbones, always have on every human being, and, and two... Indigenous people are known for our predominantly high cheekbones. And then in a little bit of marketing research while I was developing the brand, uh, finding out that cheekbones and people with high cheekbones are perceived as more trustworthy. So I just really loved, um, you know, threading that through through the brand's DNA. It's such a good, catchy, fun, gorgeous name. And I love that there are all these wonderful meanings behind it. And I will also be selfish and point out that I get complimented on my cheekbones. I'm a looking lot. at those right now. Auntie, we do our best. So thank you, Mom, for those. <laughs> okay, we have obviously a lot to talk about, but let's start with makeup and the beginning of your life with makeup. How did your love of makeup ignite? Do you remember being a little Jen? And I, I've heard you talk about this in interviews, but you know, I think it was um, your mother, or you, you know, you found comfort in makeup. Yeah, for sure. And just, you know, getting into your mom's makeup bag mm-hmm. and, and playing with stuff. And I literally, you know, that nostalgic feeling of now when I feel a pressed powder, like I I go back to that time and that it was something that it was just super fun. You could get creative um, and kind of naughty as well because you got in trouble when oh, you were getting yeah. into your mom's makeup. So those are like, I guess, the both sides of my personality, but just early memories of playing with my mom's stuff and, and hitting the, you know, the drugstore aisle. Did you stick your dirty little hands in your mom's powder because you just said you felt the powder? Because I, I feel like that's probably a no-no, right? We shouldn't be sticking our fingers right in our powder. <laughs> Absolutely not. But I love the way it feels. It does it feel so nice. Silky. It does feel nice. I would find, my, I would put my mom's red lipstick on my eyebrows. No, I love that. And then I was sort of my superhero character. But then I wanted to be a redhead since I was little, and so I think that was also part of it. I was like, see, look, my eyebrows are red. I'm a redhead. I love that. And then I started coloring my hair when I was 13. But we're not here to talk about me. Okay, great. So you are an Indigenous woman, and I was reading about your story. You weren't always in touch with your Indigenous roots. It sort of came about a little bit later in life. So could you—I know that's so relatable to so many of us. Mm. Um, So maybe tell us a little bit about how that started happening. Yeah, I, as the the older I got, I realized that identity and identity struggles are not just common for me. That it was a lot of us feel that way when we, you know, we come maybe from divided households, not being embraced or in, surrounded by our cultures when we're young children. And I think as you get older, you realize how important it is to know where you came from to figure out who you are. Um, And then for me, that has been an enormous journey that I've been on for a long time, it feels like Mm -hmm. now. Probably forever. Yeah, Yeah. essentially. But um, the last few years has been really... I've been really focused on, on on that, obviously, and while building cheekbone, embracing and learning more and more about my culture as much as I possibly could and reconnecting with my family. I grew up with my mom, who's non-Indigenous, um, so having that broken relationship with my father, but doing everything I could to repair that and just realizing now as an adult, and I love this part of your podcast as well because it's a lot about wellness right Mm -hmm. and realizing you know we're not our parents we're not our grandparents we're not even the environments that we're raised in um and once you realize that and that those people 
that are your family, everyone is just doing the best that they can with the knowledge that they have. And me accepting that about my family was huge, especially my father. You know, we watch television as young children and expect our fathers to be these dads that we saw on TV. And and that just wasn't possible for my my family. Um, But realizing that I'm going to love and, and respect him and appreciate him for everything that he is. That's lovely. And I'm pretty sure we can all relate to that. So when you're, so your dad's side of the family, were they around when you were growing up? No, we live like quite a distance mm-hmm. away. It's like, um, like driving. It's, it's like 17, 18 hours. It's far. <gasps> oh, yeah, wow. Really far. Wow. So um, up until my 19th year, my dad d- did live in Toronto, which wasn't that far from where I live. I live an hour south of Toronto. Um, so we did have an, sort of a, a relationship mm-hmm. when I was younger, but it was as I got older that um, I began to disconnect because, you know, there's a lot of stereotypes within our Native culture, Native American, Native Canadian, or Indigenous now that a lot of us are calling ourselves. And the stereotypes aren't necessarily um, not always true. But what I learned throughout this journey is a a term called generational trauma. So let me explain that a little bit. Yes, please. I have this on my list. Yeah. My grandparents went to residential school or in America that was called boarding schools. Um, And most most people, if you're living in the United States right now, you're living on land that was once occupied by Native Americans. Um, and after colonization, they became a displaced group of people. And what the, the um, I guess, the governments or leaders at the time systematically wanted to uh, literally assimilate us into the European way of being and living, meaning we used to be a people that lived off the land that we were we were on. And what they wanted to do was assimilate us into more of a European culture. So how they did that was they created these boarding schools or in Canada, we call them residential schools. My grandparents were both survivors of that. And I say survivors because it's an extremely traumatic experience. Um, at six years old, imagine being ripped from your family um, in from your home and my grandmother had to live there till she was 16, where they weren't allowed to practice their culture. And that included speaking their language. So Anishinaabe Moan is, is my, my people's mother tongue. And she wasn't allowed to speak that. And they would be physically beaten for doing so. And I mean, I can recommend a thousand, but uh, not a thousand, but lots of books and documentaries on the, 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 the real history right. of the North American Indian. And you can really see that this is something that did happen. Um, and I don't want to, I guess, focus focus so much on the past, but realize that I want to be part now of changing this narrative. But when people get a true understanding of what happened to uh, Native Americans, they can be maybe more empathetic in understanding the reasons why. So um, for me, that whole entire healing, the process had to start with learning that truth myself. Well, I'm happy that you're telling us that. I honestly didn't even know that. And in growing up a kid in public schools in Texas, and not to like dog Texas over all the other states, but none of that was taught to us, of course. They don't want any unflattering information, yeah. you know, spread. So I'm happy you're here, Jen, sharing that with us. And um, and it's important to hear. Yeah. For sure. Thanks for letting me share it. Yeah, and of it's, course. And, and Texas is not the only state. It's every school. So I look in the mirror now as a 43-year-old woman and see my Indigenous self and cannot believe I grew up 
without being educated on these things. I had to educate myself later in life because it was removed from the school systems. Thankfully, in Canada now, so I have a 14-year-old daughter, but starting in grade five, we have incorporated the truth now about history and teaching that in the education system. I know it hasn't happened yet in the United States, but I know that um, Native Americans are really working on the processes of, of hopefully changing that. Right. And and the more everyone talks about it, that helps get the truth and the word out. And it's even just Indigenous Peoples Day. Yes. Um, recognizing that. Yes. Uh, that's something semi-new that's been happening. And it's really important work. Yeah. So it really is. Re- I have here about your grandmother um, and that you speak regularly at schools now to educate young people about the residential residential school system and the effects of that. Because, again, I didn't know that. Yeah. You know? Nobody does. And right. I felt when I got well and healed um, on my, my personal journey, I felt really... Um, this enormous weight that I had to start talking about this um, and be a part of, of, like I said earlier, changing that narrative. So telling people the story, okay, this is what happened, but now let's see in a positive light what we can do to be a part of seeing change. And really, like, and this is so funny because I say we're talking about all this serious stuff, but this is about lipstick at right. the end of the day. And but I you just, know what? Lipstick is serious, isn't it? It is. It's mm-hmm. very serious. And that we use that as a platform to, you know, just create awareness about the, the and, and these conversations. And the purpose of Cheekbone is all about Indigenous youth and making them, I always say our vision now is making and helping them see their enormous value in the world, right? And we're doing that through representation with models and then I want them to feel so empowered by seeing a brand created by one of their people right. um, and, and then having the ability to choose and decide and create their own amazing lives. And seeing themselves represented as well. Yeah. We love, Jen. We love. Let's keep getting real, if you don't mind. We have a lot to talk about, but we were discussing um, your history, your story. And, honey, we all know there's been some ups and some downs, to say the least. And I know that Cheekbone happened after an essential rock bottom in your life. And I don't know how much you want to go there. I've read a lot of your interviews and I've heard a lot of your interviews, but sort of if you're comfortable taking us there and then sort of taking us back up to how you started your company. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I think rock, there's a lot. And so Cheekbone doesn't exist Um Without my sobriety. Mm -hmm. So it was 2014, I got sober. 2015, I had the most incredible life-changing dream. These native little girls covered in lip gloss, and I pop out of bed that night, and I literally, like, was, I'm going to make, okay, that's it. I'm going to make lip gloss. I'm going to start this foundation in my grandmother's name. Um, And that was the beginning of the process. So I say 2015 and 2016 was, like, market research, product development, all those things that you need to do to to And you taught yourself all those things i heard i read that you read a hundred books yes and you started your company with five hundred dollars (laughs) yes and you didn't get funding you didn't you didn't even know what that was no you were like honey i'm funding this my damn self yeah no i had to work a full like i just got to quit my full-time job this past august which was an incredible um feeling because i was exhausted because you were basically running two brands you were three years yes and a mom of two and a wife and you know getting keeping your sobriety together honey we're just we got a lot of plates spinning yeah 
Yeah. So um, being able to quit finally was awesome. And, you know. Congratulations. Oh. I finally quit my side job. Yes. Not even that long ago, a year or two years ago. But That's awesome. You, you know, the hustle is real. It's so mm-hmm. real. And, you know, it's it not knowing anything. So we're, ta- we're you know, you're, we're on your podcast. It's a beauty podcast. But I had no experience in this space. My background was in the food industry. Um, so coming into a, a whole new arena industry, trying to learn as much as I possibly could. But what I love about the position that I put myself in was I really want to be radically transparent with our customers. So when that comes to ingredients, products, the vision of our brand, where we're going, um, those those things were so, so important, and I'm sure we'll get into a little bit more of that later. Mm-hmm. But that was part of the journey, realizing, okay, this is what I know, but then now realizing along the way the power of sharing what you know and what you've learned to try to make things better versus doing things the way things have always been done, right? right. We're, we're in a time in history where now when we know the truth about things, we can be a part of changing them. So that e- even includes, so not only my indigenous powerful. culture, but now what I'm learning in the beauty world, like we don't need to do things the way we've always done them. We can change right. that. Um, and, you know, it was a, an enormous... I keep saying the word enormous, but that's, I love that you word. You know what? We <laughs> I'm love. Like, I'm like, I'm a size queen. I'm like, I feel like everything is so big right now yes. that's happening. Um, and learning about so many things within the beauty space and, and reading all those books over that time and then finally getting ready to launch in 2016 and then having another huge, huge emotional setback was I had lost my brother to suicide in September of 2016 and we hadn't launched and I shared so much about what I was trying to accomplish with Cheekbone Beauty with him and he was such a support system for me and he shared so much information when it came to to our culture. He actually grew up on reservation with our, my family, my father uh, and my stepmother and my, my siblings, but I didn't. So he was sharing some really important things that I would need in order to build the brand properly and want to do things correctly and respectfully with respects to our culture because I'd never, you know, we're in a time where appropriation is a big deal and I would never want to misuse any of the teachings or anything that way. So he was a huge support and there's days when I feel like giving up or have felt like giving up. But I can tell you um, that his words to me before he died, he said, Jen, our youth need just, they just need hope and they need a little bit of help. And what you're doing with cheekbone is going to be great. And on those days when I'm feeling really down and I'm not wanting to go on uh, in terms of as as hard work as this is, um, those words run through my mind and help me keep going. So he's definitely a driving force in the success. Because I think when now looking back over working three years, like 80, 100 hour work weeks doing both jobs, I don't know how I did that. But pure passion and this desire to help um, help him help fulfill his words, essentially, right? So um, it's in, it's still such a painful topic, but I know I have to keep going because it his suicide, my alcoholism, these are all symptoms of that generational trauma. And in order to fix the bigger problem or empower Indigenous youth that may be suffering with the same kinds of feelings that my brother and I have had to struggle with, um, it's part of eliminating that for them in the future when we're building things that they can see. The only word I have to say is enormous. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's that's so beautiful. Thank you. 
Oh, Jen, we've already covered so much. Where do we even go from there? Let's talk. We're talking about giving back. We're talking about every time anyone purchases a Cheekbone Beauty product, that that money you are spending is going straight back into the indigenous community in various ways. Share with us some of the charities Cheekbone Beauty supports and some of the specific causes it supports. For sure. So an organization called the First Nation Child and Family Caring Society, uh, we donate 10% of all of our profits go to a branch of that organization called Shannon's Dream. And Shannon Kustachuan. Shannon is the red. Yes. Yes, I have. I have it. It's gorgeous. And that lipstick was named after her as our every shade is named after another strong indigenous woman. Um, But that organization is really important. They are addressing a funding gap in terms of educational um, opportunities for indigenous youth. So kids that go to school on reservation in Canada versus kids off are getting 50 to 30 percent less funding. I know the problem with funding exists in the United States just as much as it does in Canada. I've I've researched... um, that area here as well. So it's a big problem. And, and again, it, it's not don't discussed. I, yeah, you know, no. again, it's one of the other, you know, injustices that is swept under the big rug yeah, of, yeah. of our society. So yeah. love hearing that. And so um, as much as there's not an organization right here in the U.S. that we're supporting, we now have a scholarship program that's starting this June 2020. Um, and no matter where you are across Turtle Island, what we call it, that's North America, um, you will be eligible to apply and receive um, the scholarship if you are, are picked. And so we're picking um, not only Indigenous students that perhaps want the glorious secular education that we know is so, so important. But um, I also wanted to address people that perhaps wanted to go to something like um, a a beauty school or makeup uh, school. I don't even, is it called beauty school? Cosmetology school. No, it's still called beauty school, school, but it just sounds so funny to say it. But those are really expensive. Oh, yeah. And um, there's a lot of Indigenous youth that are really, really talented that I know that would love those opportunities. So our scholarship fund is not just for um, a secular academic path, the traditional way, which in some cases um, is not designed for all kids, and and I only speak to that because I have I am one that didn't take a I guess a secular educational path because I struggled with learning, and I know a lot of entrepreneurs have the same. I hear this story over and over again, so I'm not uh, ashamed anymore to say I wasn't a great student, right. um, but I loved learning, which is when you figure that part out of. Um, as you get older, it's it's super helpful. So we want this scholarship to be available to um, any kid that just has a, a vision for themselves and a plan, and then also help them when it comes to the resources they'll need after. Because a lot of times you're getting a scholarship, you go to school, and then kids maybe feel displaced because right. they're in a new environment. So we want to be there with just resources to help them out along the way. So this is a project that it was part of the original dream that I had had. And I'm so grateful that we're able to do this so much sooner than I had ever anticipated. But um, the it's it's going to take time to build it out properly. But we know that we want to do this. And we're so excited. Like I feel I feel so blessed to be able to even have this opportunity to help Indigenous youth like amazing. And it's all through lipstick. Honey. Yes. Why not? <laughs> like, what can make like makeup is amazing, beauty is amazing, and let's use this industry that predominantly is all about just making profit, profit, yes. profit, and making and us like, all feel insecure yes, about ourselves. Let's flip it, flip it, baby. Yeah, we love that, Jen. 
Let's take a quick break and then we have so much more to discuss. Oh, yeah. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Oh, yeah. Okay, we're back. I told you it was quick. Can we talk about Dragon's Den a little bit? Sure. Okay, so for all my non-Canadian honeys, which, by the way, we do have Canadian honeys, and they are all flipping out right now. I've got <laughs> y'all a Canadian guest, okay? But Cheekbone will ship to the to the U.S., yes, right? So, yes. honey, everyone can get involved. Yeah. So, I'm a Shark Tank freak. I love Shark Tank. So the Canadian version is called Dragon's Den. So if you're unfamiliar, I don't know what to tell you. Get your life together because it's it's essentially a show where entrepreneurs show up. There is a uh, there is a panel of venture capitalists uh, in America, Mark Cuban, some you know some bigger kind of famous people, and entrepreneurs stand up there and pitch their ideas, and then these venture capitalists will maybe perhaps invest in the company. And there's been some amazing products come out of it, and you. First uh, applied and did not get on, but then got on. Yes. Yes, queen. So maybe just walk us through that a little bit because that is exciting. And I know I've seen on your website now there are certain colors of your lipsticks that say, oh, has been featured on Dragon's Den. So just kind of tell us for fun, like, what was that experience like and how did it go for you? Well, it was super scary. Probably the most uncomfortable thing I've ever done in my life. I can only imagine. How do you... Because it, it, those lights are on you and the cameras and... Yeah. And they tape it like it's live. Mm-hmm. So you're not allowed to say, oh, I didn't mean to say that or <gasps> cut or anything. No, oh, you're walking no, down no second take. and out just like on Shark Tank, yeah. which you have two Canadians as judges. Kevin O'Leary is Canadian. Right. And um, Robert Hershevet. Yes, yes honey. We love. <laughs> um, so you're walking out much like that, not have seen, seen any of the judges before and just you have to start and pitch your business. <sighs> yeah. So nerd nerve-wracking uh i was literally shaking and you were, in my pumps <laughs> and you were solo yes and what color lip did you have on honey i had serene on okay. that day and serene is an indigenous activist who does lots of work with manitoba mukluks and canada goose up in canada um and she's just like a face of indigenous people she was actually the face of um one of sephora's campaigns last year in canada awesome. I, I don't know if it was in the united states but it was really cool that they did a campaign and used her face but anyway so that's the shade i was wearing and uh, i had two models that did come out after with me uh and one her name is kelly frazier and she was an anuk pop star and really sadly over the holidays she took her own life and uh, you know i it's such a painful topic because this is not when I talk about my su- my brother taking his own life. This um, suicide, the rates of suicide among Indigenous youth is so high, um, and it's because 
Our communities need to be empowered. So again, just pushing cheekbone forward in the work that we have to do to empower these kids to show them how much they matter. Um, So watching the show sometimes is really painful. I don't rewatch it because I don't like hearing myself. But I watched it not too long ago after um, when I got the news that Kelly was gone. And I was just it's heartbreaking. And then a friend of mine, Leslie Hampton, who was the other model, is an Indigenous fashion designer from Canada who I actually had Kim Kardashian talk about one of her outfits or post about it. And her one of her outfits was just worn um, at the Golden Globes by one of our Canadian journalists. So wow. she's an incredible. So there's just so much beautiful talent within our people and Everything that we try to do is about highlighting that. But the experience, I'll never forget it. Like the producers of the show, they were so gracious because I think everyone can tell how nervous you are when you're really oh, nervous. Yeah. And, and I, also the pressure. Oh, I'm yes. telling you, those lights, y'all don't know, the the lights are no joke. And those judges, you've seen the shows. They mm-hmm. can be mean. Oh, yeah. They can be really mean. So I was super scared. Aggressive. Yes. Mm-hmm. And tell me, I was afraid they're going to be like, this is the dumbest business plan we've ever heard but they didn't and I left there actually more confident and it's literally helped our business grow in a phenomenal way that I couldn't even imagine and I'm just I'm so grateful for the experience and I'm glad I got to share it with two really special young ladies that came to support me that day that sounds lovely I'm very excited that that got that you got that experience um how many employees do you have (laughs) so I have three and me. Okay, because I ask you that because, you know, I have a lot of like indie brand owners on yeah. and I just find it so fascinating how much work you are doing. This is truly, honey, a woman ran business. This yeah. is You just heard it. There are four people running this whole thing. Yeah. So I just want to bring that up because I think it's phenomenal. And, and what's the word? Enormous. <laughs> it's enormously phenomenal. Enormous, enormously <laughs> phenomenal. And I was just curious also. Okay. You know what? We have a lot to get to. I want to talk products. Is that is that chill, Jen? Let's do it. Okay, honey. First of all, when you were deciding... Okay, real quick, I meant to go back to this. I want to hear more specifics about your dream with the little girls with lip gloss Mm -hmm. on. Did they have lip gloss all over them or just their lips? No, it was all over them, like head to toe. And were they putting it on? Like, how did you know it was lip gloss and not, like, goo from a tree or something? So the... which is really interesting that you're asking that because I'm like, how? I don't remember dreams. Right, right, like, right. Like ever. I'm the same. I don't And I get remember. so mad because I wake up and I'm like, that was so cool. I literally have no clue what just happened to yeah. me. So I woke up and it's the, literally now I visualize because it's open. You know, a lip gloss yes. tube, you know what it is. And it's then sort then of it, like unsheathing a sword, yeah. honey. That's yes. what they were doing and they're just playing and it was from head to toe and they had it all over them. But the most memorable thing for, for me from that dream was their laughter and I the could joy. see how happy they were, yeah. and that's I'll get them up. like that's all I want every right. Indigenous kid to feel is that kind of joy and happiness. So it's like sometimes I'll go back in my mind in that dream and I'll be like, okay, that's what we're going for. Right. That's every when it comes to the marketing, when it comes to uh, getting in front of audiences and speaking. It's like I just want everyone to feel that kind of joy and happiness, and that's what we want to bring to our communities across Turtle Island. It's beautiful. Sorry. <laughs> no, honey, I cry on this show every other day, so I, I bring on the tears. But what it's truly important work, and it's exciting work, and I try to bring joy in people's lives with Natribute, and I think that's a really important message is that 
you can be beautiful and make a purchase and that purchase is going to help inspire joy for a, a whole other world of people as well. Yeah. So you can still buy things and be cute, but you can also make choices with your buying that inspire and empower along with it. So it's gore, it's a gorgeous message. So I love the tears. I love the joy, honey. We love a cry on Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So when you were deciding your colors, how did you pick them? I'm so fascinated by this. It's like there are so many colors of the rainbow. There's so many colors. How you as a woman learning this business, were you like, okay, I'm going to do a red. I'm going to do a pink. I'm going to do a purple. How did that process sort of start for you? Were there certain things that inspired the colors? How did you decide? Um, well, it, it was And if def- you want to cry again, please do. <laughs> I'm like, this, I, won't, I won't cry about this part. But that part was, it was a challenge because not having... Mm-hmm. Again, no industry experience. So it was about what do women love and what do women want or what does everybody want? They want a color that makes them feel good in their skin. Mm-hmm. So then going back to, okay, that's a red. There's a pink there. There's a nude, right? Nude's really, really hard across all skin tones. Um, but we were trying to find, I guess, that red that from that fair, red, honey. fair to fair to the darkest of dark skin. And we wanted to marry and find one red that would be the perfect red for everyone. So that took a lot of time. But um, once we f- had our core three shades, we knew we were set. And then we were just about branching out. And literally this Warrior Woman collection is about highlighting the stories of incredible Indigenous women from across North America doing incredible work all within their own industries or communities. And this entire line was created for Indigenous youth to see themselves and find some role models and just say, look at this woman. She's done this. You can do it, too. And that was really what this entire collection has been. Been about. We just released three new shades in it, which are really beautiful colors in themselves, all falling into like the pink range. So, like a hot pink, uh, a blue tone pink, and then a nude pink, all named after really powerful, like super um, powerful, <laughs> super powerful, 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 enormous women. Indigenous women. Um, and one being Elenice who is like a a film, a director who's only told Indigenous stories throughout her entire career. She is now 80-something and still just like this total badass woman. And then Tantu Cardinal, who's been an Indigenous actress that um, if if you see her, you would recognize her from her like, plethora of work that she's done in 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 Hollywood and then we have Sonia who is an indigenous activist in um, South America so what we pick is people or women that are just have these incredible roles that they're filling and we just want our youth to see that right and and see what's possible for themselves if they set their minds and hearts on something and that so picking the shades for each one is is a bit challenging because sometimes there's women maybe that wouldn't wear this like Serene, for instance, she, I know she would never probably wear the color we named after her and she's tried it on and she's wiped it off her face right away. But she said, thank you though. I'm yeah. very grateful. And, but the color is like this bright coral pink that like reminds me of her, her personality is like bright coral pink. And so she can rock that color on the inside. She can. You know, we yeah. love. Yeah. But everybody that wears it, absolutely. It's actually one of my favorite like go-to shades all year long because 
I just love the bright brightness of it. And so these pigments are really powerful. The liquid lipsticks are longer lasting. They're not they're not not transferable. We get a if you went just through the reviews on your own, you'll see that they're non drying. People say they're not drying, which Sometimes for me, depending on the pigment, mm-hmm. I find some pigments are a little bit more drying than others, but our reviews really speak for themselves. The customers love them because a lot of times people would come and they buy our brand because they love the cause. Right. Then I get the email back saying, oh, my goodness, I actually love your product. So I thought I'm like, wow, I'm loving these people yes. that are touching my heart because they're doing this because of the, our cause. And then they're like coming back and saying how much they actually love the product, right. which is amazing. So that was the first phase of Cheekbone, which we call phase one. You will not believe what we're up to right now. We are working with our scientists and we are developing an entire line of sustainable products. So <gasps> what I mean about sustainable oh is not only the raw ingredients themselves are sourced from sustainable sources, will not impact our ecosystem. So as an Indigenous woman, I feel, again, this enormous weight to create this line. Um, our people have always asked themselves the question, how will what we're doing today impact the next seven generations? And so when it comes to products and packaging, these this is another thing that we have to ask ourselves in this day and age, what are we buying and where is yes. it coming from and how is it affecting our environment? If only all the brands felt this so, way as well. It's been a big feat. I started, I saw my, um, you know, your memories mm-hmm. that pop up on your social media. Well, last January is when I started the process just for the lipstick. And we haven't launched yet. We're set to, we're hopefully, they're all crossing my fingers because our, our first stability test came back and there was some issues. So we're, we're retesting the formulation because using raw, natural, quote unquote, natural ingredients is a lot harder than just making a regular right. old lipstick. So, um, but it's turned out successful. They're looking beautiful and I'm really excited to launch that line. And then the packaging itself is made with biodegradable, compostable paper. So it can go where you put your banana peels. I, every city is different in mm-hmm. terms of what your composting laws and rules are. So make sure you're following that. But we will have so much marketing education around this new line. And then the the pièce de résistance. <laughs> There's my Canadian I'm French so coming out. I'm <laughs> so excited about whatever uh, you're about to say. Is these contour slash <gasps> foundations slash multi sticks? Oh, they are made. We are trying to get cheekbones, honey. Wait for it. They are made with agricultural waste. So instead of going in the landfill, we have p- worked with this incredible company that is now uh, pulling from landfill and creating ingredients that we can actually use in products. So I always say to everyone, I am not the genius or the innovator behind this scientific magic that's happening, but I just know how to find the right people to help me make these things. And we're just so excited about that line because it really plays into that role about of a circular economy, right? Like finding, repurposing, reusing yes. things. So and I think the beauty space really needs to catch up in terms of um, sustainability yes. issues in general. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So I'm that so excited. So I can't exciting. wait. So I can't wait. When do you think that'll be out? The goal is fall mm-hmm. 2020. But again, my first round at making products, you know, right. it didn't work. And I was so depressed. If you would have saw my Instagram that day, I was like, so when I got a call back from the lab and, and then now I'm discovering listening to other scientists are like, it takes two years sometimes to come up with really great products. Right. So And you and can't again, rush I'm, it. I'm, you know? a, I'm a four-woman show right now, right? right? With, working with amazing scientists that we contract work with. But again, so it's just this small team, little indie brand, just that being that little engine that could, right? And that 
these indie brands are the ones making the big changes and the creative giant leaps that you'll be seeing all the big companies doing yeah. five years from now. Yes. So get ready for everyone to rip you off. But how I'm... You're honored. I'm totally... Yes. Like, it needs to happen. Yes. Yeah. That's so let's so all do it, right? Awesome. I'm empowered, baby. Yes. <laughs> I love... So everyone, when you go to cheekbonebeauty.ca... Every every shade you click on, and just as Jen was just discussing, there is a full-blown story on every page. So if you click on a lipstick and you're like, oh, that is a beautiful color, you'll see the name of the shade, but then you will see a whole story of that shade's name and the woman behind it. And so it's really thoughtful. And every time you put that lipstick on, you can really take that to heart and carry that with you. And I think that's mm. so beautiful. So that's just another little thoughtful touch. Um, that I wanted to share because maybe the stories would inspire you instead of just seeing a shade. You know, mm-hmm. you can be like, oh, that sounds like somebody I know or that sounds like someone in my family or that sounds like a person that I want to represent. And I yes. think that's another lovely way to get your shop on that's... and choose a color for you because guess what? All the colors will look beautiful on you. That's what I think. I don't think there's a, oh, that shade's not right for you. I'm not that kind of gal. I think it's all about what do you look at that inspires you. That shade will resonate beauty off of you. What can I say? Call me call me old fashioned. No, I, I totally agree yes. with you. I hate when you look up those what color looks I don't, good on I can't. this. And yeah. I'm like, you can wear whatever, whatever you want. Whatever you feel confident yes. in. That will resonate. But yeah. what do I know? Anyway, let's take one more break and then we will be right back and honey, we're gonna get into the makeup. Oh yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, we're back. We're talking about Cheekbone Beauty. We're talking about the products. You have a pretty extensive product line. What is your favorite product and shade of all of your products? Mm. I know they're all your children. You can't pick a favorite. I know that. But let's say you had to. Oh, my goodness. And if you want to be diplomatic, I'll let you be diplomatic. (laughs) And you can pick a couple or, you know. I'm so, not here to make anybody uncomfortable. Yeah. Definitely the liquid lipsticks, autumn, mm-hmm. hands mm-hmm. down. Beautiful. Perfect it's like a red. deeper red, yes. Yeah. All right. Fair. Everyone needs a red lip, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone needs a red lip. Are you a red lip rocker all the time, or is red lip a special occasion, or is red lip an empowerment color for certain situations? How do you rock red? Well, I will wear it all the time, mm-hmm. and it just it's depending. Um, if my lips are feeling... Uh, like I sometimes I feel like they're a little bit dry and I mm-hmm. think the transferring Canadian cold to yes. here right now my lips I woke up and they were feeling a little bit dry this mm-hmm. morning so I really put nothing on mm-hmm. except a little gloss but most every day I have a like a liquid lipstick red on and thing. Jen did mention this but they're these lipsticks they will come off they're not like one of those liquid lips that will you know you have to legally divorce from which yeah. I like I'm over no. I honestly I'm over that 
Yeah. I'm also like, what is in this that won't come off? You know, like it's kind of freaking me <laughs> they out. They last longer. They do. They last very but long. But the transfer does happen. And yes. so I don't want to ever, I'm like, I'm I'm overly transparent sometimes yes. about things. So, But I just want to forewarn people that it does go off. You'll see it on your coffee cup. Right. right? But I think that's kind of like. I love that I look. do too. It's old school. Yes. You know, I, I love when I go out to eat or something. And every time I like take a sip of my cocktail, I look down and I'm like, that's right, honey. I left my mark. Yeah, exactly. You know what we love. <laughs> okay, I love that. Uh, can you maybe go through like your makeup routine with us? Uh, the order of the products. Um, your brows are on point. I know you probably use a cheekbone product on those. Just kind of walk us through like your everyday makeup routine and all of the cheekbone products that you use. And if you have other products that you use that you okay. really like, we would love to know. Oh my goodness, I love this. I've never been asked that before. Really? It's the first time. Well, you have a glow. Yeah. You have a glow about you. There's obviously something in there glowing. Just start from the top, so if you don't mind. It's. Um, skincare routine and skincare products for me, I mm-hmm. change them up every yes. time I buy a new one. So actually just this morning or last night I bought, it is um, the Kate Summer mm-hmm. Bill, uh, the the vitamin C collection, that okay, one. Love. So that's what I tried. Mm-hmm. And you know vitamin C gives you that glowy yeah. thing. So I think it really, um, I'm really enjoying that. But it's also our highlighter palette, right? Oh, little honey! Palette that, that helps, but not too much because I'm 43 and you don't want too much highlighter anymore in your, uh, in just in a little bit in all the right places. Do you know what I mean? Yes, but it's yeah. looking good, honey. And a lot, like, like realistically, I th- think I drink an enormous amount of water. Right. Because again, you need and collagen. I take collagen and water for because I think beauty does come with what we're putting in our bodies yes. as well. It's really important. Did so, you ever struggle with your skin at all? Did you ever have like no, issues? Yeah. Lucky. No. If you look at some of these Native American, if go through our Instagram, yeah, these girls, their skin is just like vel- like velvet, like unbelievable. And it's so funny. I'm only appreciate now looking back and like how did I not appreciate that delicious skin I had when I was so young right and abused it sunscreen so now it's for me it's covering up sunspots because I went out in the sun too much so I'm a big advocate obviously I think everybody is sunscreen sunscreen you tell your teenage daughter to sunscreen yes Yes. but she doesn't listen because she has that velvety skin but um I'm totally all the time I'm like put this on I I I use the Josie Moran um, just daily moisturizer with the 45, Mm -hmm. right? And that goes on twice a day. But I love that. And then um, for foundations, I love IT Cosmetics. Mm -hmm. I love it. They're under eye, bye-bye. Bye-bye under eye. Mm -hmm. So good. Even and I love the moisturizer, the confidence cream. Love it. I just I love a thick, really moisturizing, moisturizing cream. <laughs> moisturizing. I'm a double word girl today. We love we love a moisturizing, moisturizing cream. Um, you, your moisturizing cream better moisturize. Yeah. I would be I would be pretty uh, alarmed if it didn't. So we love. <laughs> and her foundation too, the mm-hmm. one also with SPF. So love those. Oh, the why. BB or CC cream. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's what I'm using. So, and we then love. our Earth Contouring Palette, and our Cheekbone Stardust Palette, and our Brow Product. If I had to pick, I always say this: it is probably my favorite product that we sell. Wow. It's the Brow Product because you do not need anything else with it. Some you don't have to do like a pencil liner and then use um, the brow on top. You just once you get the hang of it, I always say it's in the weight of the wrist. So you just glide it with this little ball brush, and it's like um. 
a tendon shaper, and it's it's awesome. I love it. That's all I use. I have honestly never seen a brush this shape. I don't you think. Ha- it's a little oh! gift there. <laughs> it's oh! a little gift. So you get to try oh, it. And tell me what gosh, you think. I cannot wait. I got you're using the tan one, but you'll That's look at perfect. it, and it's got a tinge of. You'll see a little. You'll it'll it's gonna work perfect. I cannot for you. wait. If my brows look half as good as yours, then like we well, have you need you need the the good brow lady first, right? I always say right. That. That's that's yeah. true. We have to set our expectations reasonable. Yes. yes. I've had such a journey with my eyebrows. If I could bestow one thing onto the youth of the world, it's don't overpluck your no. eyebrows because I'm telling you, my my mom did not stop me. If you could see the my nineties brows, they were really awful. How'd you get yours to grow back? I'm I don't know. We're yeah. indigenous people and Ojibwe. So think of um there's so many different tribes, right? right? So I've noticed with Ojibwe people, which is my tribe, we have these like really thick, thick brows. So because my daughter has them and mm-hmm. she hasn't messed around too much with hers oh. yet. So she's just what a taking, great thing to inherit. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. just taking a little the bit of the Ojibwe DNA yes, uh, beat the, out your husband's. <laughs> <laughs> and then so with Ojibwe brows, they're very thick, but they're um, they're thin hair. Oh. Meaning this so you can tendon them shaper has thickening agent in it, which leaves like little um, fibers as yes. well, but very lightly. You will not even notice. I love this packaging. It's very yeah. sleek and light. It's a like a black, glossy component. Mm-hmm. So and and with the new sustainable line, unfortunately, we're changing everything. So right. they're, they're better. But for now, this is what we have. I love this brush. How would you describe this, Jen? Um, it's like a ball. It, so it's a ball ma- brush. It sort of <laughs> looks like uh, the traditional mascara wand in terms of the texture. Yeah. But it's shaped like an oval. Like an egg. Like an egg. Like an egg. There you so go. So you can yes. really get the corners. You yeah. can get the tails of your brows. That's yes. really. Why has nobody done that? I don't know. But who I don't cares, know. But they're, they're not great. you. Yeah. So great. It's an amazing product. Okay, awesome. So do you do your brows at the end or do you do them first? No, at the end. Because yes. if you get foundation in I them, the, that tool actually we'll glides it out. it out nicely. Excellent. Yeah. And how do you choose your lipstick of the day? Is there a cho- is there uh, a it's ritual involved? The red. Yeah. I'm like go back to the red. I'm just I think I'm I am loving the new Elenise like for it's hot pink, mm-hmm. like really hot. So for fun, last week I was wearing it, but um I'll, I'll always go back to the red. <laughs> Do you ever get stopped while you're out running errands and someone will go, "Oh, I love your lipstick." And then you go, "Oh, thanks. It's my brand." Does that happen to you all <laughs> the time? I've been stopped, but I actually, I'm probably a bad salesperson because I don't say that. I just say thank you. Oh, honey, no. I know. Eh, I know. I need no. to change that. Yes. But it, 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 when it has happened, I don't know. I just feel like I don't want to be the one saying, right. this is my brand, buy it or whatever. Right. I, as a form, like in sales mm-hmm. in the food industry, I was never a pushy salesperson. So I... I take that uh, some pride in that. My yes. customers, I had them for like 12 years, had great relationships with them, and they really loved that I only sold them what they needed. So I still take right. that with me with Cheekbone. I'm always like, we did, at one point, we sold the whole collection, and I would be sending emails out to people, Are you? do you need all of these lipsticks? Like, are you going to wear all of them? <laughs> because I'm such a, like, trying to push a minimal. Like, you're, right. you're in this consumerism world, right. but I also have these values that I believe in strongly about you Using less, right? So anyway, I feel that's the my same issue. way. No, I feel the same way. I feel that internal kind of struggle, um, and same because 
I tell my honeys all the time, stop buying shit. Yes. And then I do an ad break. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. So, but, but that's the thing. We have to hard. just make mindful, thoughtful yes. choices. And and a lot of uh, a lot of us have an issue with with purchasing. Mm. And because there is a joy, there is there that's a whole other thing, right? Yeah. So yeah. and that's why I think it's so important when you do make a purchase that it be something that it is based in your values mm-hmm. and of necessity and a pure joy. Something yes. that truly will bring joy to you and to others. So yeah. We love. For sure. Okay, let's see. Okay, we love you. Told us our your routine. You said you use sunscreen. Great. You know, I've tr- I remember for Indigenous Peoples Day, I- I've tried to do some uh, special uh, editions in Nashville and shout outs to some Indigenous brands, and I was having a really hard time finding them. Um, so I was wondering if in your line of work in the beauty space, are there any other Indigenous brands or Indigenous women in the beauty space we should be aware of that my followers could give a follow to, give a shout out to, support? Anybody off the top of your head? So... <laughs> There's there's a few and I'm just trying to like literally think of so in Vancouver a skincare which I'll send you the links because yes, I can't think put, of the name. Yes, we can put it all on Ashby.com they've on named the episode it an guide. indigenous name, which sometimes with our our language the names are hard to remember. Mm-hmm. So I'm feeling awful right now that I cannot remember. But she has a botanical skincare line and routine that is incredible. Um there's Mother Earth Essentials, which is um hand creams, shampoos. That's a indigenous line. And then um, when it comes to fashion, like mm-hmm. right here in Los Angeles, you have Be Yellowtail, which her name is Bethany Yellowtail is the designer. And Be Yellowtail is the de- the design house that's based here in Los Angeles. And she does um, amazing, amazing work. Like it is so incredibly beautiful. If you went to her site, you will also see jewelry by all kinds of makers from across North America. And she's just... I've. I've been emboldened by her work mm-hmm. when I she was uh, um, started before me, so I was really really inspired by the beautiful things that she was making and creating and embracing her culture, um, and 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 showcasing that. So I love her work. And then in Arizona or New Mexico, there's another um, skincare line as well, and it's called Quits. Quits and made, but I'll send you the link for yes. that as well. Awesome. So she does skincare as well. We love. I got to get me an outfit. Yes, I'll rock it Be with my new brows. <gasps> she just why not came out with um, it's like a sequence strapless <gasps> and then like an indigenous um, pattern design. It's beautiful. Just check out her website. Be I cannot wait. I cannot wait. That sounds gorgy, gorge. Mm-hmm. Do you have any other self-care, or I guess any self-care rituals? Ooh, yes. So because of my sobriety, I purposefully start every single day in the same fashion. It's harder when you're traveling because mm-hmm. I thought of that this morning. It's also I, hard with, with kids because kids love my, to bust in and ruin your routine. They're older. Oh, right. My 17 and 14, so they're kind of ignoring me now, which right. is I'm okay with. Yeah, you're like, I, nah, no, I get some time to myself. <laughs> yeah, I miss them because I don't get the cuddles I used to, but they're teens, so that it's not as much time. But just setting the day straight with like I start with prayer and meditation and taking like 30 minutes. And, and getting out in nature and just touching a tree sometimes for me mm-hmm. and like literally meditating on all the beautiful things that are happening and, you know, putting all those intentions out into the world that of what I want to make and create and people I want to help and support. And just it's 
it's for my healing and my spirituality to keep centered that way. Um, and I love starting every day like that. So that's really, really important. And I think um, if anyone wants to discover some kind of life changing thing, it's developing a routine mm-hmm. that sets them straight. And it's literally that it's just like setting the day and then going on and then it gets crazy. Right. And then crazy things happen and you're juggling balls and putting out fires. But I always feel confident in just starting the day out in, in that fashion. That's lovely. That's beautiful. Okay. Tell us, I, I have what's next for Cheekbone, but you already covered that. Mm. We all can't wait. <laughs> so where can we buy Cheekbone? And then tell us about your Instagram, because I'm telling you, Instagram can really be a lot for all of us, but this Instagram account is so inspiring, and it's just gorgeous indigenous women rocking colors and looking gorgeous and confident and it truly is something you need to see. So everybody throw Cheekbone Beauty a follow. Jen's going to tell us all the plugs right now. And, and anything else that you have going on with the brand that we could look out for or any, anything exciting going on? Sure. So it's at Cheekbone Beauty mm-hmm. is our Instagram, Twitter, and we're just Cheekbone Beauty on Facebook, um, on LinkedIn. And... Oh, can I LinkedIn request you? I just got on. We're so like businessy there, right? It's all the well, different. Well, I wasn't lives. on it forever, but honey, I got to get on. I, yeah. Somebody told me to get on, and I got on. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. I'm gonna it's just f- when connect with you. The professional, yes, the professional folks look us up. We need to be there, right? Yes. Um, and yeah, the Instagram has been a journey. <laughs> That has been mine. Mm-hmm. It's still a lot of my work. I have some help now, but it's still mostly all me. And mm-hmm. I really love that space because it's where I got to know everybody. Right. And making these new products, this entire new line is based on our community and what they're asking for and what they wanted. And then just getting really creative with um, our our developers and our formulators and our scientists about what could we make that could be like I always again I think big mm-hmm. I'm like what could be the most sustainable lipstick in the world what could be the most sustainable products like let's get crazy and think about these things in a different way so and this was all feedback from from that community that we've built and it is such a beautiful um, space because I love I truly love from the bottom of my heart every person that joins us there and it's not just indigenous it's non-indigenous right. people it's like this this collective of people with big hearts that want to see change in the world want to see people that have been marginalized uplifted and and rise rise up and are putting their hands out there to help us and do all this work and and then not putting in you know it's not that movement where yes we'll show you how to help you but that no um we're gonna be here as an ally as a support system for you to rise up from it and but we'll be here to support you and that's the beauty of this this community on instagram that we've created everybody can come to either cheekbonebeauty.ca or .com both the both the sites both the .cas and coms will lead you to to the page um and for now we're strictly an online business but you know who knows what the future holds our our goal is reach it always has been Mm -hmm. so indigenous people are 370 million globally Wherever there has been colonization, uh, Indigenous people have been affected by that. And we want every Indigenous youth on the planet to see our brand one day and say, our people did that. I can do whatever I set my heart to. That is enormous. (laughs) And again, that Instagram is popping. So, honeys, 
y'all better follow. That's all I gotta say. Hopefully, when this episode comes out, you will get thousands <laughs> of follows because y'all all need to go follow Cheek Webby on Instagram. It is a gorgeous account that will always make you feel joy. Oh, it will. It will never be one of those. Oh, my friend posted about her piano lessons again. It won't be that. Okay, you will love it. You will love whatever they post. I guarantee that. Okay, so awesome, Jen. We're pretty much at the end here. We've covered it all. Everybody get you a cheekbone beauty lip. What did I get? You, Jen brought me a couple. Let's you, see. You have a new one there. <gasps> oh, honey. Tantu. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. You know, I have a lot of exciting things happening in my life. So. And that's our, like, number one selling <gasps> lip gloss. Sweet grass. Oh, we didn't even talk about glosses. Yeah. Should They're I... just simpler, simple, basic glosses. Yes. Oh, that is my and that... dusty mauve is, like, my mood eternally. Oh, cool. I guess you knew that about me. Cool. You figured that out. Oh, Jen! Will y'all be looking out for me rocking these on my Instagram? And Jen, I'm so appreciative of your time. I know you have a busy schedule while you're in LA, and I'm so honored that you came to visit us. And by us, I mean me, because I'm the only one in this room, honey. (laughs) Thank you for having me. And thank you to your husband for driving. Hello. The driver. And thank you to all women entrepreneurs out there and all indigenous folks out there for sharing their stories with us. Mm. Uh, Jen and all my listeners, you deserve to be happy. Yeah, I'm talking to you. And yeah, I'm talking to you. Everybody remember that. And don't forget to cream that neck and keep your fringe fresh. Have you ever had bangs? No. I have round heads. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're not for everyone. And I think that's good that you're aware of that. <laughs> Why not? Star Bangs Audio, a, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network.